2: Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars. Oh, and two-door cinema club.
3: Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio.
4: Good morning football presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky live here in New York City where the Christmas lights are already going up across the city. It's Wednesday, November 16th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. It's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. Guys, quickly, and I want to hear about this on social media, so you don't put your decorations up right now? When do they go up?
5: Before Thanksgiving.
4: I guess that's your standard.
6: Yeah,
3: that's
5: after, fine. after Thanksgiving. right Okay.
6: You can, this like hey. Halloween candy. Yeah. A oh my! <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about?
3: <laughs> so good. Slow down. Uh, October, we do, like, skeletons and scarecrows. Yep. And, and November, we got the Horn of Plenty, and we have the turkey. And then yeah. in and December, we do the Christmas people. stuff. Yeah, Very so good. we celebrate Thanks. everything. Oh, for 3, Jamie. Yeah. Yeah.
6: That's fine. Yeah. We're going
4: with a bunch of Scrooges here. Time for the lead block. <laughs> the lead here we go. Uh, we're going to start in Green Bay, where the Packers snapped a five-game losing pin. streak on Sunday after being down 14 <laughs> in the fourth quarter. That's just an old-fashioned comeback against the Cowboys. Aaron Rodgers was in charge of that one, and he got a much-needed win in overtime. Rodgers spoke about what that game, that win, that comeback meant to him and his team
1: yesterday.
3: For us, it's just a confidence builder You know that we're not out of this thing. This thing is not over. We're not scheduling our off-season plans yet. We're, we're still in this thing. Anybody can beat anybody. I saw last night the Commanders beat the Eagles uh, in, in Philly. You know, we've got a short week now against another good opponent, but we got it at home. The national TV, prime time. got a great opportunity to take another step in the right direction. The NFC, pretty wide open, I'd say. We just got to get ourselves back in the conversation.
4: Yeah, he mentioned it short week, another big test for Green Bay tomorrow night when they host the 6-3 and three Titans on Prime Video, and you can see that game on NFL+. Plus. So with that win against the Cowboys, it was huge, it was massive, it was very formative for them to turn the page. The Packers may have saved their season for the time being. What does it look like though, feel like for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? Are they about to make a run?
3: It's a good question. Are they? It's very intriguing. Mm. It's very difficult to talk about because so many things in so many different directions. And not the mm. smallest of which is always Aaron Rodgers always appreciates his history and we appreciate our history here too. Yeah. Packers are 4 and 6, crappy record, finally broke the uh, the losing streak. 2016, they were 4 and 6. Same exact record, terrible record, going nowhere. Rogers said this, go ahead. I feel like we can run the table, I really do. I think the offense is starting to click
7: a little bit more. We just gotta to put together a game where we're consistent from the first snap to the last.
3: I just feel like it just takes one. We get one under our belts, things might start rolling for us and we can run the table. Four and six, I feel like we can run the table, it just takes one. They won eight in a row. They did. <laughs> they went to the title game. It's just like that, that was a crappy Packers team. They were going nowhere. Just like this year, same exact record, 4-6, and and he says it just takes one. Beat the Cowboys in dramatic overtime fashion, come from behind, the rookie explodes, the kicker makes the kick, Rodgers has his best game by far, and then how do you follow that? Short week, things get weird, Titans, hardly a lock, you win this one, that's a couple in a row. You know who they play the week after that? They play Philly on national television. And we are they win that one, then everyone's minds are going to explode. In fact, I'll go with that step further. They win this Titans game, everybody's minds are going to explode because here it comes. And he's still the boogeyman, and he's still Pennywise, and he still lives in the sewers, and he will still rip your soul out. And if they get believing, and this Christian Watson thing becomes a thing all of a sudden, and he's like Mr. Go-To, and the defense shows up and jumps Derrick Henry this week, yeah, they could go on a run. Now listen, if they lose... They may be over. And I mean, by it, I mean the whole Aaron Rodgers experience. Like, that, this may be his last year. That may be his last meaningful game. So, in a way, this is, like, not only just a playoff-type game for Rodgers. This is, like, a legacy-type game for him. But watch out. He has this magnitude of his personality where if they win this game, they have done it before. We've been 4-6, and and I've been all the way to the title game. Don't think I can't do it again.
6: You know, week two, the Chiefs hosted the Chargers on a Thursday night Amazon Prime game, and it was one of the great games this season. Has seen had to pick 6-6. By the rookie everyone this is an awesome game that was week two we are now entering week 11 there has not been a good thursday night game uh. in between and al michaels will wear it on his sleeve like these games have been putrid <laughs> talking putrid games <laughs> this might be the game of the week i know dallas and minnesota is going to get the better rating this might be the game of the week because of the desperation for the packers and we just got a little glimmer they were down 14 points in the fourth quarter to the cowboys they lose that game they're three and seven it's over it's over and then be everything the whole everything. thing everything talking about everything yeah Four and six at home with the Titans coming. And Rodgers, I don't know what he wants to do when he's done playing. He might want to host Jeopardy. He might want to go off to some desert island. He might want to go to the moon. But if he wants to talk football, there's a place at any of these tables for him because he is spot on. This NFC is wide open. The Eagles lose. The Vikings win in historic fashion, and we're about to crown the Vikings. Let's see what happens this weekend because we know what happens with the Vikings after a big win. Mm -hmm. We often get the other Vikings. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the Buccaneers now finding themselves, the Rams off the radar, the Niners maybe. The Seahawks. The Seahawks, they just lost. So we're Mm -hmm. like, the NFC East, okay, great. Let's see what's going to happen with the Giants and Mm -hmm. the Commanders and the Mm Cowboys. I know one thing. I know Rodgers plays. Mm -hmm. I know Rodgers is great in November and December, Mm -hmm. and I know Rodgers can win games. And I also know this. We finally have a receiver. Mm -hmm. Can I get the Christian Watson footage? This guy, he's had a lot of moments that you're like, it's just not his time yet. He finally breaks through last Sunday. Finally breaks through. And if Rodgers has a guy, they're a formidable opponent to any of these NFC teams. Is he about to go on a run? I don't know. I don't like predicting these things. Will I be shocked if he goes on a run? Absolutely not. The happiest person right now is Al Michaels. He can call a game. We're going to watch. He's not going to be miserable in the second half. And I am so here for this game tomorrow. And I am so here for this Rodgers storyline. Whether you like him or you don't, Aaron Rodgers brings the drama. And on Thursday night, hosting the Tennessee Titans, uh, there's nothing short of great drama Mm -hmm. in the NFL.
4: I think I want to give Aaron Rodgers a midseason award. And I'm just going to create one. It's called the Wash, Rinse, and Repeat Award. Because this man, more than anyone else in the NFL, can have us spun up so badly covering this beautiful game that we know and love so much that we could literally ask the same questions and just our tone changes from August all the way until January. Mm-hmm. The Christian Watson Ellen Lazard conversation oh, no. the is he done is he not every week every day I swear to God the question can change yet it remains the same question. How is that possible? It is mind-boggling how this team can do this to us and this quarterback in particular can do this to us. In fact, so much so that he's doing to 2016. He could say the exact same thing from 2016. Uh I think we can run the table. And the statement still stands. That was the onset of Good Morning Football. That Mm. quote was from November of 2016. And here we are six years later with a team that's maybe equally as frustrating or puzzling, however you want to call them, and yet we're still talking about them in November. That is the Aaron Rodgers experience. It doesn't matter who the head coach is. He has us so spun up in a wash and dry cycle right now that we can't figure them out. But that's what makes this Packers team beautiful. That's what makes someone who is so much of a life-changing quarterback, that's why he's uh, top 100 number mm-hmm. one. That's why he's won multiple MVPs. This man has much watched television no matter what team he's on, what game he is playing in. I cannot figure out. There mm-hmm. is no answer to any question that he can't tee up. It's fantastic. I just want to watch it.
3: It's true. Jay, let me give a little context. With, Please do. Alright, so they're 4-6. and six. Mm-hmm. I, I think to get to the playoffs reasonably, I think they have to go 5-2 and two the rest of the way. That would get them to 9-8 and eight, and maybe they sneak in as a wild card. We're all excited about to beat the Cowboys. They lost to the Lions the week before. <laughs> Can they go Go on a run? You think they can go five and two, or even six and one?
5: I mean, with him as he's rolling, for sure they can do it. Will they do it? Like, uh, I guess I'm giving the politically correct answer. I have no idea. And Titans fans are just waking up. Okay. And I'm gonna do you guys a favor. I'm gonna stop talking about the Green Bay Packers, oh. who are what? Four and six. The Tennessee Titans are six and three. You're gonna be go so talk, talk about Speak the to team that's come in. Titans fans will wake up and will not sleep with Here the you. winning <laughs> record. A team that nobody ever talks about. The team that's been to the playoffs a bunch of times. And you guys mentioned was it 2016? Yeah. That's, 2016. That's what we, we all want to reflect and go yep. that yep. far yep. back. The Packers <laughs> played the Titans that year in 2016 in Nashville. There was a bunch of cheeseheads that entire <gasps> week. I'm driving around Nashville. <laughs> we beat the Packers 47 to 20 in yeah. that game <laughs> as you guys are all talking about it. And you're over here talking about Watson. Yes, the rookie. They found a receiver. he had one game. a Nick Aquino-Westbrook footage right now? What are we getting? I don't, I want I don't even Westbrook. need the footage. He had his own two touchdowns and over 100 yards receiving. So let's just slow down on Hold all the Green vote. Bay Packers. I know it's Aaron Rodgers. I know he's on McAfee's show every single week, <laughs> so we have to show a clip from it. But the Tennessee Titans are playing good football right now. Lost to Kansas City, but they're going to be at the game on Thursday night, too. They're going to get on
3: the plane. They're going to
5: go to Lambeau. It's going to be cold.
3: It's going to be very cold at Lambeau. But hold on, Jason. This rookie receiver for the Packers is Randy Moss. I don't know if you've heard that. (laughs) He's going to have five touchdowns. He's counting touchdowns. Is that drops or touchdowns? I don't know what he's counting. Uh, You said it, not me. Derek Henry's going to be at the game, too. (laughs) the Packers just gave up a ton of yards
5: to Tony Pollard this right. past week as well. So let's just slow down. Let's let's give the Tennessee Titans some love. Let's see what they can do. Ryan Tannehill was back this past week. He had 250 yards and two touchdowns as okay. well. Matching close to Aaron Rodgers' numbers. Not saying he's Rodgers, but let's give the Titans some credit. The Packers to get back rolling to go on that five and two run that you talked about, Kyle. They're gonna have to beat these Tennessee Titans on Thursday Night Football on prime time. Let's see what they can do. It's no more Titans versus Jaguars on Thursday hey, night. God. They're heading to Lambo to go against Green Bay.
4: <laughs> and the Packers have been truly lousy stopping the run. I think they're giving up like five yards per carry. Yeah. So. Oh, it could be a match made in beautiful. TNF heaven, and congratulations, Al Michaels. (laughs) Congrats, Al. Uh, We've got a huge matchup coming your way tomorrow night. Speaking of, Jay, you just listed it off. King Henry visits Aaron Rodgers' neighborhood uh, at Lambeau Field. It's the Titans, it's the Packers, it's Thursday night football. I think Jason
6: made his pick just now.
4: I know. Tomorrow, uh, 8.15 Eastern, uh, Thursday evening on Prime Video and available on NFL+. Plus. But hang with us for a little bit longer till that game starts tomorrow night because Ian Rapport is joining us now. sheet: the Packers, made some moves yesterday. What is going on there?
8: Yeah, a move that the Packers specifically didn't seem like they really did not want to make a move that sounded painful for head coach Matt LaFleur, Amari Rodgers, who has been Uh, Their starting returner for the last little bit has been waived. He's going to go on waivers later today. We'll see if anyone claims him. Pretty talented, former third-round pick, who seemed to do absolutely everything the right way, just fumbled. Fumbled a lot. Fumbled five times this year in total. Recently lost one against the Cowboys. And despite trying to do everything the right way, when you put the ball on the ground, when you take possessions away from a guy you were just talking about, Aaron Rodgers, that just cannot stand. The Packers waived him also waived Kalen Hill, uh, one of the running backs who d- did not seem like he did, quite frankly, the right things, really did not live up to the standard of what the Packers are looking for. So a little bit of new personnel for Thursday night. Meanwhile, speaking of things that we always talk about, the Dallas Cowboys are still talking about Odell Beckham Jr. Jerry Jones went on the radio again and talked about Odell Beckham Jr. again, talking about the love affair that he has with Beckham, saying he would be an additive To their offense. In other words, the offense is good. They have playmakers. CeeDee Lamb is coming into his own. They're good. But how good could they be if they add the best free agent receiver who has been available in the season for some time? How good would they be if they added Odell? As Jerry said, we'll see. Clearly, some confidence that he's going to be the one deciding.
4: Absolutely. That's something to watch. And I know you'll be all over it, Rap Sheet. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Former Bear, currently, the Bocon Smith. Yeah, the show. let's go. I was thrilled when I saw this on the lineup. That's fantastic. We want to hear all about his time in Baltimore so Hell far. Yeah. More Good Morning Football coming here.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses.
7: And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.
3: We're about to hear from a big hitter. Someone who's got that dog and got that dog. And he is a Georgia Bulldog and he is a Baltimore Raven. He spent the last Four seasons as a Chicago Bear, being traded to the Ravens in a move that just felt right a couple of weeks back. He's the only player in the entire league with multiple sacks and interceptions this season. Please give a warm welcome to Ravens linebacker Roquan Smith. Roquan. Oh.
4: Roquan. What up, Roquan? Hey, Roquan.
3: How's it going? We're just a tad, tad fired up to talk to you, (laughs) Roquan, because we love watching you and we love your style of play and your energy and your physicality and your fit in Baltimore. You had five tackles in your week nine debut as a Raven coming off a bye week now. How's it feeling? How's it going as a Baltimore Raven? How how are things?
9: Oh, man, I'm really excited to be here, man. A group of great teammates. Uh, The guys are very welcoming to me. Uh, Since I've been here, I've gotten adjusted to the playbook, so I'm very excited. I know it was five the last game, and I'm just excited for what's all in store here.
6: Roquan, it's obviously been a whirlwind for you. Uh, I'm watching Ray Lewis on Inside the NFL, and he's just doing flips about what you have brought to the team. Now that you're there and you're looking around and it's Calais Campbell and, oh, it, it's Patrick Queen to the next to me, and you look at all these names up and down that defense, do you feel like this Ravens defense could go back to what Ravens football has been looking to be over the last several years and a return to the glory years when Ray and Ed and, of course, all the other guys, T. Sizzle, were out there playing on MNT and
9: Absolutely, man. I have a great deal of respect for those guys, Sizzle, Ray, Ed, all those guys that played back in the the day. But I'm very excited about this group, and I think there's a lot of great things in store because I don't really see any weaknesses from the secondary to the linebackers, two of the fastest in the league, as well as the D linemen keeping those big boys off of us and eating up double teams. So I'm looking forward to it, and I think it's going to be so many more great things in store, and I think we're just getting started and we're bonding together. So I'm excited to see.
5: Yeah, you're in that locker room now, and there's a ton of talent. One guy on the offensive side of the ball, Lamar Jackson, has just been amazing to watch and fun to watch. You didn't get a chance to compete against him while you were in Chicago, but now you get to see it up close and personal. What uh, What is your opinion on Lamar Jackson how he gets it done?
9: It's insane, man. I've been watching that guy really since college, you know, and we both came out in the same draft, and I always thought that guy did special things when I used to see the college highlights and stuff, and now just being in the league, watching from afar, and then actually being on his team and seeing the guy up in person, some of the things the guy do. There's a reason he was the MVP, and I have a great deal of respect for him, and I'm just Really excited that he's my teammate now and I don't have to go against that on Sundays.
4: Right. People feel like that now that they're playing with you on the Ravens defense. Rocon, I've loved watching you since you were at Georgia mm-hmm. and now with the Bears and now with the Ravens. It's been really cool getting to see you be so emotionally free in the last couple weeks and months and everything that's gone on in your life. I have to ask, having that kind of emotional connection with yourself and being able to expose yourself that way, how does that help you turn it on in an intense way on the field? Being somebody who can be that open and then be that aggressive on the field when you play.
9: Yeah, I think that just goes back to just being authentically yourself and not trying to be anyone else and, you know, expressing your feelings. And I feel like, you know, a lot of men in today's culture tend to like shame away or, you know, shy away from actually just being themselves and showing what they actually really feel. And I think people just respect if you're just uh, you're authentically like yourself. So I think that's the biggest thing. And just like being you and never changing who you are, regardless of like the cameras or what attention may be on you. Well, you've always done that, and you know before you were traded, Rukwan, there was a very. Um moving
3: moment when you were still Chicago Bear where Robert Quinn was no longer a part of the team and you got very emotional about it. I think a lot of people respected that as we respect you talking about it now. But you know he's talking about being who you are. Dude you are a hitter and, and it is, it is a, something of a lost art these days because the league is a lot safer but you still can hit and that is part of the reason why we love to watch you. What does the perfect hit feel like to you and what has been the biggest hit of
9: your career so far? Oh man I've had a lot of uh, really good hits Uh, I can't really even tell you uh, my favorite one. I just know normally when you hit a guy and a guy look up to see who hit him, then you know it was a a nice (laughs) hit. So I enjoy those type hits for sure.
7: Uh,
3: what
9: was the license plate on that truck?
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Roquan, <laughs> well, take, us, take us
6: back to those last uh, few weeks in Chicago when your name's bubbling up in trade rumors and you know what's going down, and then you get the call from Ryan Pohl saying, hey, the trade's been done. What was your initial reaction? And I guess my thing I know we love to see you on the Ravens. What's your message for Bears fans who truly loved you as a player mm-hmm. and look at you as one of the great Bears linebackers in recent history?
9: Yeah, absolutely. I have a great deal of respect for uh, all the Bears fans that uh, uh, respected me and, you know, admired the way I played the game. I gave everything I had while I was there. And, you know, I'm very thankful for those people and all the cheers that they gave me throughout my career. But uh, yeah, the last couple weeks in Chicago, it was it was a little interesting to say the least, but I'm excited to be here in Baltimore. It kind of uh, caught me off guard because initially I told I, I wasn't going to be traded, but you know, hey, as life, things happen. So I'm excited to be up here in Baltimore now. And I think I'm excited to jail with these fans. And I think so many great things are in store. And then I think it's a really good defense to be a part of. And then an offense that's actually scoring major points, so I'm, I'm excited and I think it's going to be big time.
5: Yeah, I love that and Raquan, we're now watching you as a Raven and Peter just talked about that transition, but from a player's perspective, take us through what it's like. You get traded from Chicago to now Baltimore. You have to pick up and leave right away. What is that process like being traded in the middle of a season when you have a place in Chicago? Now you have to find a place in Baltimore and get up to speed on the defense.
9: Yeah, it was it was a little hectic. Never happened before in my career. Hopefully, don't happen again. But yeah, man, like you know, getting the news um, Monday, so on Halloween, so an interesting day. And then just being there and then knowing that you literally have to pack a bag and leave within 24 hours. Luckily, I don't have like a wife, kids, or anything like that because that would have probably been even more hectic. But But just being able to do that and then knowing that you're literally – Probably were going to have to play this coming week, so picking up on the playbook as well, and then just packing your bags, just trying to get comfortable. It was a lot, but you know that's why I signed up for what I do. I'm a pro at the end of the day, and that's that's my job. So I'll do whatever it takes to get the job done.
4: Roquan, no matter what team you're playing for in the NFL, I assume on Saturdays you got to be watching your Georgia Bulldogs. How fun has it been over the last couple of years to see that program flourish off of the success that you set the table for? Especially considering that defense, you got to be pretty pumped up for those guys.
9: Oh, yeah, I'm so excited to see all of those guys uh, have much success. And a lot of those guys uh, in the past and stuff recruited some of those guys uh, to Georgia. You know, So that's big time just seeing different guys come up and the way they flourish throughout their college career think it's going to be a repeat this year so I'm excited to see what those guys are going to do and I'm definitely watching them from afar and I can't be more excited for them Coach Smart, Coach Schumann and all of those guys down there. Kind of cool if the dogs uh, repeated and the Ravens won the Super Bowl Ooh. but a lot
3: of work to be Don't done go. on that my friend. <laughs> uh, you guys do look really good and you're fresh coming off the bye. Uh, Roquan, indulge us in, in one more question about the recent past because for about a year and a half you and Justin Fields were the face of the franchise for the Bears like it was you and he and since you've left they haven't been winning but Fields play has skyrocketed and now he's part of the national conversation and it's all this potential just being unleashed around the field tell us about him and tell us what what's what he has in store for the league
9: yeah man I'm very excited for that guy and uh, everything that he's gonna do uh in the future you know watching that guy grow each and every week man you know early in the year when everybody was talking down on the guy he never got rattled. He kept his composure, which I have a great deal of respect for. Not a lot of people in that position uh, are able to, like, do those type things. So I think he has a great future in store. And I think uh, the way that uh, O.C. has been using him uh, recently, I think that's really good for him and his career. And I think he's just going to uh, continue to get better. And I think when the guy gets some weapons around him and, like, Mm-hmm. more uh, ammo. I think the guy's going to do some great things in his league, so I'm wishing I got the best all those guys, all those players mm-hmm. in Chicago, because I think they're have a they really young, but I think they have some things uh, going for them.
5: Now, Raquan, there's a ton of personalities in that locker room. Calais Campbell, his voice and his stature. You got mm-hmm. Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters. Who's been the most entertaining guy since you've got there?
9: Man, that's a lot of characters for sure. I think that's every locker <laughs> right. room, but yeah, you definitely see a lot of different... Uh, personalities and I would say man I've been like I've been chatting with Kaleas about a lot of random things because my uh old friend in Chicago Sam Acho um he used to tell me all about Kaleas prior to me even getting uh, prior to me ever meeting Kaleas and like once I've been meeting the guy man what a great human the dude is and like just being able to chop it up with him about any and everything uh, I have a great deal of respect and I'm just excited to get to know him even more
3: uh, we love Calais too. We've all gotten to meet him, work with him in our own way. Roquan, you're incredible. Last question, why, why, the, why the jersey switch? Why 18
9: yeah. as a linebacker? Why'd you pick that? Uh, there was really no reason. You know, coming somewhere midseason is, <laughs> is definitely a little challenging, you know, with the jerseys, and everybody's had their jerseys for at least Eight yeah, weeks or absolutely. so, so that's a challenge trying to get a jersey. So I was just like, hey, 18 got drafted in uh, the year 18, so just a new start uh, for something. But I'm excited to be rocking it. People be seeing 18 hit some things. <laughs> there you oh, right. I love it. Uh, We love this guy. Look Roquan's got this big <laughs> smile, and he will light you
3: the hell up. Uh, yeah. Baltimore Ravens linebacker Roquan Smith. Let's do this again sometime, man. Go get a win this weekend. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna have 18 zeros. Absolutely. Uh, let's you you contract. It. Yeah!
6: Whoa.
9: Whoa.
7: Ba, 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 ba,
3: ba, ba, ba. Love you, Roquan. See you later, man. He likes that. And so do the Ravens. Absolutely. See you later. 18 figures is what he's going to have. Right. Here we go. Uh, coming up. When's the best time to put up uh, lights for the holidays? Should they be kept up year round? Jerry Jones apparently puts them on like a 4th of July. Uh, we're going to talk about it after this. We'd be friends. Yeah.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish spring,
9: I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe will win a one-on-one
7: yeah, contest. Yeah, because you got to think, Love he's it. going guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going exactly. guard. Like You see him in the exactly. Olympics, he's going guard, and then on I'm top of it. like that,
9: see that?
7: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Casella. to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> I mean, he was in a culture shock and then He's going to withdraw us about winning.
0: Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me. <laughs>
7: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal
4: for What's Your Beef, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We're going to start in Dallas. Thanksgiving is still over a week away, but Cowboys owner Jerry Jones is already getting into the holiday spirit. Mm. Boy, Jerry. Uh, Yesterday he was asked if he already had his Christmas lights up, because that's where we go in interviews now with Jerry Jones.
7: Yes, they are. They absolutely are. They're Every place that I can flip a switch that's going to have a light has got a light. And uh, well, I start early on that. Band yeah. and, and really stay late. I keep them up late, too. But uh, I'm one of these guys that could keep them on year round, really.
4: Hmm. Jerry, I knew I liked you, Jerry. Now we know where he stands on the matter. Um, let's hear about where we all stand all on right. this matter.
3: Jamie, getting vibes? You'd like to go first. Yeah, sure. <laughs>
6: yeah. Sounds <like> <laughs> in,
3: you guys, enlighten us. You you know about, about, go on, uh, Go ahead, parental Jamie. Parental
4: bribery. Just, like, use things like, oh, if you listen, have good listening at the restaurant, you can have, like, the iPad after. Whatever. Sure. Uh, I've, it. I've used yeah. a lot of parental bribery over the last uh, 48 hours, which was, like, to my three-year-old daughter, Brooke. Go take a nap, and if you do, we can put your Christmas tree up. Sure. Brooke, stay in bed. in like, to sleep through the night. Stay in your bed. We get to put our Christmas lights up. Like, mm-hmm. this is where we're at, A, in my parenting journey. But, B, the Christmas stuff is coming out today. The tubs are out mm-hmm. in my house. The lids are off. Mm. The regular stuff that stays around the other 300 days out of the year is going into the tub and everything else is coming out. The last three stations on my musical uh, playlist is Bing Crosby Christmas, mm-hmm. Amy Grant Christmas, mm-hmm. and then just traditional Christmas mm-hmm. jams. Um, I am for it, and I think I may adopt the all-year-round Christmas tree, Christmas <laughs> light. I might just leave my tree up. I love it. Is I bring it. Is it robbery
3: for Brooke or for you?
4: Well, both. I'm just trying to keep get her to stay in bed, but, like, do you guys hate joy? Do you hate, like, happiness? <laughs> it's it's like, little, no. It's a little but like gift it's a little giving? Early.
3: But I like a giant inflatable turkey in my front yard. I got a horn of plenty in the front yard. Front yard. Thanksgiving decorations. I like them. Good friend of our show, Ryan Lee. Hey. is back. He is here. He is in
5: studio. And you guys know what he's here to talk about. That is the quarterback position. Which star are we talking about in the league today?
10: I think it was pretty easy this weekend. It's Tua Tungvalu. Let's go. Mm. Yep. Miami no, I like Dolphins. With him in as a starter to finish the football game, undefeated. Mm-hmm. All right. What Tua does so well is he runs the RPO. And he's always doing stuff with his hands, mm-hmm. getting the ball up quick, doing all those things. Tyreek Hill does a tremendous job down the field the to get him, get him into the end zone. Great and block.
5: Young defenders never jump at the quarterback. We always talk about it on defense. Don't jump. Stay on your feet.
10: He's gotten better because of Jalen Waddell, because of Tyreek Hill, and because of his quick instincts running the RPO game. He's been as good as anybody. MVP quality. This stat is what sticks out to me. The NFL is all about situational football, mm-hmm. all right? On Sunday, he was 7-7 for 80 yards and one touchdown on third down. All right? Over the last three weeks against the Lions, Bears, and now the Browns, his passer rating on third down, 158.3, 158.3, 153.9. It is situational football in the NFL, and he has done it better than anybody so far this season. Mm.
5: I want to ask you a question because I heard Ryan Fitzpatrick who's on Thursday Night Football he talked about Tua. He said the things that have to make him great is going to be accuracy and anticipation. Have you seen an improvement in those two categories this season?
10: He's always been really good at that. Yeah. And and he's gotten better because he's got these great playmakers now. I mean, Mike McDaniel and his offense and how they've schemed it have made him really special and he's, he's a guy that can't He's not going to win you over with his arm strength. Yeah. He's going to underthrow guys, and that's a bigger conversation than people want to have. What he does around the line of scrimmage is what makes him so special, mm-hmm. and they are absolutely the talk of the town. I yeah. know the <laughs> NFC side of it, the Vikings, and I do believe somebody in week two hmm? was hyped on this Vikings team already. Jamie, that's for you. <laughs> say, oh, oh wow! You. So I've been I like hyped the Vikings. My life yeah, the Vikings. I really like it. the Vikings. Now, if you look at what. Went on a year ago with Cooper Cup. Like, people couldn't understand how a guy who was leading the league in every possible <laughs> offensive category right. could get so wide open yeah. still. Well, Kevin O'Connell was on that staff. Uh-huh. He's the one that game planned. You watched what Justin Jefferson did last <laughs> mm-hmm. week. That looked very similar to what we saw from Cooper Cup because you're like, why can't they cover him? Mm-hmm. You know, why aren't they doing the job? And that's really special because Kirk Cousins is a quarterback capable of doing something oh, like yeah. that. So I like the Vikings. Uh, I think they win the division. Uh, I, uh, last week, that was the easiest money you could make, I think, up against the, uh, uh, up against the Packers mm-hmm. as, as favorites in that game. So uh, I'm excited for that team. I like Kevin O'Connell as the head coach. Phew. <laughs>
6: That's Let's fantastic. go. Let's your go. Take
10: your moment, Ryan. I, I'm not taking him. I'm just – just. Yeah, I told are. you so, all right? I told you so.
6: Okay, that's having a moment. That's having yeah. a moment. One, that's what we call a moment. <laughs> here.
4: That's yeah. what it is. Ryan, you were talking about the RPO. Um, I've sat in countless meetings with Nick Saban and how he thinks the RPO changed the game of college football, but now you just said that the RPO helped to Tua Tungvala transfer into the NFL. Is he utilizing that skill set the best out of any NFL quarterback hmm. right now?
10: By far. It's so funny because when I was playing, it was always straight drop back. We take the snap. You go right to your pass. You know, now it's all, you're using your hands so much. You're not taking a traditional drop back at all. You're catching the ball. It's here. It's here. It's all this stuff, and your eyes have to be everywhere. Playing the quarterback position nowadays, there's just no way I could have done it. Because I just I didn't have the, the ball handling skills that these guys do, and he's really good at it. Well,
6: mm-hmm. I, there's skeptics still on Tua, and it's mm-hmm. like, let's see him play in a cold weather game when he needs to make the big play. Because I think we remember week 17 a few weeks, a few years ago, in Buffalo just did not show up for that game. What's it going to take for everyone mm-hmm. to buy in on Tua? Because there's still a lot of rolling of the eyes on the Tua train. Mm. Right now.
10: All right, so it's, it's not on him that he was drafted fifth overall. Those expectations are placed on them. They don't make that decision. Hey, if I could have got picked in the second round, mm-hmm. I, I would have, right? Sure. The, the expectations aren't there, I wouldn't got to paid as much, so I don't know if I wanted it that way, but I I get it, right? So the expectations are going to be there until you win. It just is. Your top five pick, it's the way it's got to be. You got to win a division, got to win a big playoff game, you got to go on the road, play in the cold, do those things that people are expecting to be. Until you do, that's going to be there rationalization, Mm -hmm. their justification on why they can't say Tua's an elite quarterback.
3: Tyreek said he's the most accurate passer he's ever seen, Mike McDaniel the most catchable ball, and everybody laughed and said, ha ha ha, Tua's not good. Is he laughing now? Like, what, what, what are your impressions of him as a guy? And and as a leader and in the media.
10: So one of my first speaking engagements at the college football level was with Nick Saban and this Alabama Crimson Tide team. And I got to meet both him and Jalen Hurts while I was down there. And just an exceptional young man, uh, a guy that could go through what him and Jalen went through uh, and still were close Mm. and still got through it well. He is personable. He has that it factor when he's interacting with other people. He has not let any of the things, the negative comments, the things of that sort bring him down. And now they've placed the right people around him. And it's just made him better. Him oh and Mike God. McDaniel, there's a unique relationship there. The way they communicate with one another. You heard him on on, t- on TV this weekend when one was mic'd up talking about tutties. And all <laughs> yeah, these, yeah, I yeah. Mean, they speak a common language. And to your point, he was one of the most accurate Passers yeah. I'd ever seen at awesome. the collegiate football level. So it has translated and that's what
3: you need to be. Hey, can you imagine yeah. if uh Tua and Jalen faced each other in the Super Bowl? I mean it's Talk about it's not it's that realistic. outrageous. That's hell of a story, isn't it?
10: It is very realistic because uh I do think though that ultimately it's the AFC is still gonna have to go through Kansas City. I said I know. It before the year is over. They played the last four at home. It's gonna have to go through Arrowhead. You? And the Bulls are the Bills are really
3: helping them out with that. no. Time, doubt. Yeah, absolutely. So. Big week of games coming up. Yeah. Indeed. Uh Wednesday's when we turn the page. Age. Peter, you were you were doing backflips earlier in the show about there's an, actually a good Thursday night football there game. Is.
6: Yes, tomorrow night. The Packers play the Titans. It's a must-win for both teams in the playoff picture. But I also am like this Thursday night thing. I, I was really excited about it. Amazon now has an awesome game. Al Michaels yep. and Kirk Herbstreit are going to act like they're going to have that game. Yep. They've been getting us through some rough
3: ones. What was and last week? It was a, a Atlanta, was Carolina. Carolina Atlanta. I don't know.
4: And like, but the Al Michaels digs in the fourth quarter. have like been kind of they're fantastic. Authentic. They're like yeah. they're like Easter eggs. You're like trying to find them and hear. Oh yeah. I mean, we well, they're taking
3: of place the of uh, over-under talks from Al. So yes, yeah, uh, sports
6: media take though. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Tell you what, talk to Cowboys, us.
6: Cowboys, Vikings, to NFC teams. Yeah. And that seems to me like Buck and Aikman on Fox.
3: Okay, here you go, Peter. That mm-hmm.
6: one's with Nance and Romo, a CBS game. The tides oh. are changing. Very it's so f- strange. Well, Mike North and Howard Katz and the folks. Very interesting. What are you doing with the sprinkling of the schedule? CBS, big NFC matchup this yeah. week. I love
4: that. I know uh, for CBS, they always they like they, they puff their chests a little bit when they go into an NFC. Right, because, like, like you. Okay. Up our cameras, our trucks, and this is how we do things on that side because people now you know, like mm. flip-flop the cities and the networks and whatnot. So it's a cool thing.
3: I'm, uh, I'm shooting a piece this week about one of the quarterbacks in that game. Oh!
4: Yes.
3: And that quarterback just sent me a really funny video that he wants to be part of the video. I love that. Whoa, what
4: a tease. <laughs> Big time. Team. That's television right there. They can believe Cooper Rush is participating. Thank
7: you.
0: <laughs> you go into your shower feeling tired.
2: Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul. Some 41, 30 seconds to Mars. Oh, and two-door cinema club. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with
1: a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.